0: Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. Every business and household knows that the secret to sustainable financial success is to spend less money than you make. This simple rule can prevent bankruptcy while ensuring that there is more money in the bank account at the end of each month or quarter. Remember, access to cash is the oxygen of a business or household. The United States government obviously missed the memo, though. The Treasury Department announced yesterday that the government spent $864 billion more than they took in as revenue in the month of June. This is more than a 10x increase in year-over-year growth of the June deficit after June 2019 only saw approximately an $8 billion deficit. So how exactly can the U.S. government be spending so much more money than they are making? Frankly, the perfect storm has occurred. June 2020 saw the government spend about $1.1 trillion, which is nearly double what they have historically spent on a monthly basis. Couple this drastic increase in spending with near-zero growth in historical monthly revenue, approximately $240 billion, and you get the single largest monthly deficit ever recorded in American history. The previous largest monthly deficit was $234 billion. The $1.1 trillion in spending was a direct response to the COVID-19-induced economic shock that rocked the U.S. economy. This enormous number was part of more than $2 trillion that has been spent since April 2020, which was authorized in the monetary stimulus package approved by Congress back in March. Since then, the government has been handing out money in every way they can imagine in an effort to mitigate the economic damage. There were billions of dollars sent directly to millions of Americans in the form of stimulus checks, a significant increase in weekly unemployment benefits, and various financial relief programs for businesses of all sizes. Another important factor to the large increase in the deficit is that the U.S. government was previously not counting the forgivable PPP loans as part of their monthly spending. The logic behind this original decision is questionable, but the money used for PPP loans is finally being counted as government spending as of May 2020. So the increase in spending makes sense, but what is going on with the lack of increase in tax revenues? First off, the tax deadline was moved from April to July this year. That means that most Americans aren't going to be sending in their final checks until after June, which drove a lack of, quote, new tax revenue for the month. Additionally, the government-mandated shutdown of most cities and local economies has led to less opportunities for traditional tax revenue as well. For those that don't know, here's a breakdown of the various tax revenue sources for the federal government. Just over 50% of all federal taxes come from income tax, and another 35% is from payroll taxes. But did federal tax revenue really stay flat? It is hard to tell, but we do know one wild statistic. Federal tax revenue has increased each of the last 6 full fiscal years, including an all-time high record of 3.4 trillion in fiscal year 2019. Here's a breakdown of the previous 6 fiscal years according to countable. In 2014, there was over 3 trillion in revenue, over 3.5 trillion in spending, and a $485 billion deficit. In 15, there was 3.25 trillion in revenue. trillion in spending, and a $442 billion deficit. In 2016, there's a $3.268 trillion in revenue, $3.853 trillion in spending, which led to a $585 billion deficit. In 2017, $3.3 trillion in revenue, $3.98 trillion in spending, yielding a $665 billion deficit. In 2018, $3.3 trillion in revenue, $4.1 trillion in spending, yielding a $779 billion deficit. And in 2019, over $3.4 trillion in revenue, leading to a $984 billion deficit. So wait a minute. If the federal government continues to collect more and more money each year, why are we generally running a larger deficit every year as well? Well, it is because we continue to spend more and more money. The U.S. government is breaking the number one rule in finance of spending less than you make. Government spending is a black box to most people, but once you start to dig into the details, it can become fairly crazy almost immediately. For example, 40% of the $3.8 trillion spent in fiscal year 2018 was for Americans over the age of 65. As the U.S. population continues to get older, we will spend 50% or more on people over the age of 65 by the end of the 2020s. Additionally, as the national debt continues to increase, so does the amount of money needed to service the debt. The current U.S. national debt sits at over $26 trillion. Yes, you read that right. The U.S. government has more than $26 trillion in debt. Absolutely mind-blowing. The cost of servicing this debt is over $400 billion on an annual basis. So the United States is spending almost half a trillion dollars to service the ever-expanding national debt that has no end in sight. Estimates from the CBO state that the cost of servicing the national debt annually will come close to $1 trillion by the end of the decade. In essence, the United States is basically a poorly run company. This would be like a company that spends way more than it makes every year, and even though it continues to collect more revenue each year, it actually ends up losing more money year after year. The only way that a company like this could survive is if they A, stopped out spending their incoming revenue, or B, they went to the capital markets and raised equity or debt capital. Thankfully for the U S government, they are not a business though. They don't have a plan for reining in the spending. And I would even argue that they wouldn't be able to without an entire generation of baby boomers rioting in the streets. They also don't have to go to the capital markets because they have access to the one thing that companies don't, the federal reserves money printer. This is the only way that the United States can continue operating in the way that they are. They have to print and print and print and print. They literally can't stop printing money where they will succumb to the absurd debt levels and outstanding expenses that have to be paid on an annual basis. Some people may think of this as a modern-day magic trick. Others may consider it the most sophisticated Ponzi scheme ever invented. And still others believe this is the only way to manage an economy that believes in innovation, entrepreneurship, and capitalism. Rather than debate the merits of the system structure, it is increasingly clear that one of two things will happen in the future. The system will break under the increasing pressure and or the currency will fail after being devalued for decades. We have seen both things occur in other countries, but the American elitism held by most of the wealthy in our country has created and embedded a belief that these economic travesties could never occur in the United States. This incredible level of arrogance is likely to be a contributing factor to the fall of the American empire. It It is unclear whether this is a decade away or hundreds of years in the future, but a few things are indisputable. One, you cannot create trillions of dollars in deficits and hope you never have to deal with the consequences. Two, you cannot print trillions of dollars and hope there's no negative impact on the currency or the poorest people in your society. There's a strong argument that the Federal Reserve and U.S. government's recent actions helped to mitigate the economic pain of COVID-19 for millions of Americans in the short term. But to be clear, that is exactly what has happened. We chose to deal with the short-term issues at the detriment of the long-term sustainability of the system. Some people believe this is the right decision, and others do not. Regardless of what side you are on, the trade-off is clear. Save people today and accelerate your demise tomorrow. Or sit and watch people suffer today to increase your odds of surviving in the long term. These are difficult decisions that have no clear answers. It definitely doesn't help, though, that the government just ran the largest monthly deficit in American history. We are not getting better at managing the finances of our country. In fact, we are getting worse and worse. There is no solution in sight, and every politician, regardless of their political affiliations, continues to treat the P&L of the United States like something that future generations should deal with. Those future generations will definitely deal with it. The problem, though, is that they is likely going to be too late based on the pace of how we are operating currently. That's it for today, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.